Okay, Kitzer Likut Maran for Tyra Hebach Hatzaitzis for Kol Shaifer. I am recording this in the Sherem. We're actually just finished uh, the eighth Tyra, so I'm recording these after the fact. But hopefully, soon we'll be current with everything. Uh, but this way, they can be used either as a Chazara or for an introduction. Aleph Tzarach Kol Adam Leimar Kol Adam Leinivra Elabishvili. So we start off for Tyra Hey that uh, bring Gemara from Sanhedrin that every person should say that the world was created for me. Now the the obvious uh, thing that. John off the page is well if the sun moon and stars are created for me and they're also created for you so that means that if you aren't here they'd be here anyway what is the significance of this attitude uh so two uh two ideas and then we'll jump forward but just things to keep in mind one is that i believe it's brought down i heard it from maybe it's berkowitz but uh i've seen it i've seen it quoted in other places i believe i'm quoting it right but the point is right even if i'm quoting a drop wrong there's a gemara where Tanaeus rufus came to rabbi akiva and said if a kaddish baruch who brought a pasuk of a kaddish baruch who loves the poor so why are they poor and rabbi akiva's response was they're poor so that we can give them tzedakah. And uh, the meaning of the response is that every single person lives in two worlds. A person lives in the world as he interacts with it, and a person lives in his own world. As far as I am concerned, if something happens to me, I say, why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do this to me? What am I supposed to learn from it? Is it something to bring me along, something to bring a strength out of me, hidden strength out of me? Is it a punishment? But as far as I'm concerned, when somebody else needs help, my reaction is not, well, if he tripped, he probably deserved it. As far as I'm concerned, it's part of my exposure, my avoda, and Therefore, my reaction is... What contribution do I have to make in the world that I find myself? I live in the world of my avoda. But the second point is, uh, let's say there is going to be a, you're an extra in a movie, or there needs to be a crowd someplace. So if you weren't here, would it really make a difference? Somebody else could fill your spot. But let's say uh, Ravarin Lopiansky explained a, a certain point like this. Let's say you're going to a wedding or a sheva brachas or somebody's birthday party or to pay a shiva call. So at that point, uh, you're not replaceable. Whatever whatever relationship, whatever comfort you, you're presence is providing it's not a numbers game but there so but uh, as far as you're concerned you need to be there and this this really is the the aside of kola olam never bishvili that there's some sort of a tikkun there's something there's some contribution that no matter how big how small a person is but uh so to speak but there's some unique contribution that on the grid of time and space where every single person is uniquely living in a certain time and place and culture and uh, whether it's even a family birth order. He's the oldest, he's the youngest in the family. There's some nakuda that every single person is unique. And as far as being able to bring that out in the Bria, so every the entire the entire structure of creation has to be in place in order for you to do this somebody else is going to be operating within that structure of creation to do his job so vis-a-vis your avoda and what has to come out of the bria that you have the opportunity to engage and to grow in and to benefit uh to, to benefit your world as far as that's concerned the entire stage of creation is created uh as a as a opportunity and a platform as a hechatimzer for you to engage Engage your task, Al Kane. Therefore, but since you have this accountability, really, every person should be aware and to look into Bucholes at every time and how he can benefit the world. And to fill in whatever lacking there is, not every person is able to benefit everything. One obvious example: a Kohen is not necessarily going to be able to, uh, I don't know, be a doctor uh, where he might come into contact with certain Toma, a, uh, a, a 
king uh, who is not a Kohen might be able to do great things. He will not be able to duchen, right? Everybody has their own task. So not everybody is going to do everything. You might not be able to cure hunger in Africa. However, there is something else that's actual hishtadlis that can have an actual impact and change the world in a spiritual way, and it will it can have a physical impact as well in terms of how things happen in our world, and that is to daven, that's to uh, to pray, to attach yourself to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, and davening works, davening is actual hishtadlis. Bez, tzaruch lasos ha-mitzvah besimcha gedola, a person needs to do a mitzvah with a simcha gedola, incredible simcha, pure simcha, kolkach, that there's such a great and true and deep simcha the simcha simcha is the simcha is a, when a person is it's a certain satisfaction there's no place else that I'd rather be this is exactly what I should be engaging I'm not doing if I work in order to make money so then maybe I did a job that made a lot of money but ultimately I would rather get the prize without having to put in the work when one thing is a hechatimtso when one thing is leading to something else there's a means to an end the end is what you want want. Even if you believe in HaKadosh Baruch or you do mitzvahs for the right reasons, you want the ultimate schar. but if the mitzvah is bringing you towards something else, so then it's not complete on its own. The simcha that we're talking about is where, yes, you know you're going to get schar, and the schar will be awesome, but as far as the attitude when you're engaging in the mitzvah itself, it is not focused on some that is being a means to an end. That is exactly the sipuk, the satisfaction that you're getting. Only that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give you more opportunities. The mitzvahs themselves are what you want to be doing. You did one mitzvah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're serving Hashem, and you want nothing more than to serve Hashem. And now that you served HaKadosh Baruch Hu once, you just want to get into a place that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give you further opportunity to be engaged in service. Because that's where you're actually enjoying, engaging, having simcha in the mitzvah itself. Amazing. And if a person is doing this, then he can be tapped in to the, uh, to the like at the root. Uh, he can be tapped in so much to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, such that uh, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's governance at the world, such that if uh, if there was a gzera that was, uh, that was nigzar, if there was a decree that was decreed on the world, so by engaging with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and feeling this dveikus with Hashem, and doing a mitzvah b'simcha uh, and being aligned with Rosh Hashem, he'll be able to tell whether or not there was a gzera that was done on the world. Vim hu kaidim gzardin or the achar gzardin. And as he's davening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he'll be able to tell when he's davening for something whether a certain gzera is in place because uh, we're going to say, or it says in the Torah, that uh, that the nature of a tefillah, tefillah is a certain mechanism. The nature of a tefillah before or after a decree has actually been passed, even if it has not yet been carried out, it's going to take on a different form. And if there was a gzera on somebody, he'll be able to tell. How should he daven for the world? Because after the gzardin, once, once, uh, if if the, the decree is still on the table, so to speak, a person can have a straightforward tefillah. If the decree is already cemented in, so then a person, the, a person can't challenge the decree head on. 
on, but rather the tefillah will have to take on a separate form. Over here, he talks about it in the context of of sipurim and and and, uh, and and telling stories. But ech sheiya, the tefillah will take on a different form, and therefore it's very important to know what the status of of of, uh, of affairs is, so that you know how to engage tefillah. And the way to do that is to have this dveikus with a kaddish baruch Hu to be, attach oneself uh, really at the closer to the source of how a kaddish baruch Hu is is uh, is guiding the world and. To, the way to do that is to engage with Ratzon Hashem, which is by doing Hashem's will in the form of the mitzvahs uh, for the will itself, not because you want to get schar, that's you, but no, you're you're engaging in the service that that's what you get the satisfaction in itself, and then you'll be sensitive to the status of how HaKadosh Baruch is guiding the world and what's in place. By really engaging and having your own satisfaction, so that your will and Hakadosh Baruch Hu's will come one, right? Now, Iker has Simcha Gimel, Iker has Simcha Hu Balev. This Simcha, the place where we relate to this Simcha, is in the Lev in the heart. The Lev has to be pure, and the sensitivities cannot be dulled. If there's some sort of a uh, crookedness in the heart, then the heart will not, uh, the, the like the thermometer, or like you know, some sort of a very sensitive type of equipment, if, if there's crookedness over there, if there's something messed up, it won't be sensitive, it won't be able to be sensitive and to achieve the simcha and mitzvah. He needs to have yashus alev, he needs to be straight in line with the MS, able to attach to a Kaddish Baruch straight to be able to have this simcha. The way to fix up the crookedness of the heart is through thunder. Which is achieved through a uh, a enthusiastic energetic tefillah uh, that that comes out with uh, with kavana and avas Hashem and yiras Hashem and intense concentration. I style it in this piece of Ketzer the Kutimaran, Liz Kais La Simcha, in order to merit to achieve this level of Simcha where one can be sensitive to the state of affairs to know how to daven, Hanal, Hu Aideshem is Palalin, Bekaichais, Ubiyira, Gedoila, Ubaava. So a person merits this by davening with, again, the appropriate enthusiasm, Kayach, and that will create this thunder to uh, to straighten out the Akmumi Yashabalev, the crookedness of the heart, to develop the sensitivity. Hey, Tzarach Lispalim Kalak. A person should play with pray with daven with all of his kayach, and to daven with great energy so that the the coil the voice comes out. We'll discuss elsewhere whether this means almost like a physical voice, or whether you can have a voice that goes to your head and almost like bypasses the lips. Can you scream out in your mind, right? Scream out in silence. But in any event, over here we're talking about where there's going to be a coil that comes out with a great kayach. And as that, whatever energy develops, in other words, it's almost like a, a cycle because you have this kavana that you develop that generates a call. The call, uh, and sometimes you have a thought that generates a voice, but sometimes you can have like an emotion and that will cause a certain reaction and then you'll almost, you're, you're, it'll affect your mind. You're, then your mind will get wrapped up in the enthusiasm. So over here, the voice, the call will impact your mayach, your mind, and then you will be able to concentrate. So after the voice strikes your mind, then you're able to concentrate 
concentrate. So then your lave, your heart, will then hear what you're saying. So it's like a kind of like cyclical. So if you generate the coil, the voice with the tefillah, and then your it goes to your mind, and then that will have an impact in your heart to straighten out the crookedness in your heart. So then now your heart will be clear and free. The crookedness will be gone so that you can achieve simcha, mitzvah, so that you can do the mitzvahs with the simcha and the mitzvah himself. And then if it's post xera you'll be able, you'll know whether it's before or post xera so that you can structure your tefillah appropriately, uh, either a straightforward or if it's after the xera Rachman Litzlan, that you can do it in the form of like a roundabout type of a tefillah in a connection with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, so the tefillah will take on the appropriate form uh, given what you have to accomplish. Vav, Misha Shemet, Kiya Shefer, Barash Hashanah, Me'ish Yarei, V'charei, B'vadei, Lo Yedah, Kol Hashanah, Me'ra'amim. If a person we actually talked about in the context of Nagina, in the third Tyra about hearing music uh, from a right type of a from, from a chazan who has the appropriate thoughts but over here we're talking about the Tekiah Shef from Rosh Hashanah if a person can accomplish the Ra'amim if a person can accomplish that thunder through the Kal Shefer that will have the appropriate impact on him on Rosh Hashanah then he won't have to worry about uh, then he won't have to worry about needing the, the uh, to develop the thunder in alternate ways throughout the rest of the year because those Xeres will be battle. Zayin Lizgais Bishlemus Lebuchinas Ra'amim in order to fully arrive at this type of Thunder, who are Yedeshem Fanen Amoyach Mikomi Nechachmais. So there's multiple things over here that we need in order to line ourselves up so that we can be enough uh, sensitive to uh, to develop a relationship with our Kaddish Baruch Hu, specifically in the form of doing the mitzvahs with the simcha and the mitzvah of engaging avoda with uh, with uh, the avoda itself over here. So we first we said you needed a heart that wasn't crooked. How did you get the crookedness out of the heart through tefillah? But in order to, for the tefillah, the voice to hit the mayach hit the, the brain to generate thunder to straighten out the crookedness of the heart, then the mind has to be clear. What what can stop the mind from being clear? If a person has types of secular uh, secular wisdom and foreign thoughts, taivais, different types of different types of things, I, I think I don't remember exactly if we were discussing it, I think when we learned this Taira, you know, it's one of the people uh, people can do what they want. It's just my hargasha, you know, that uh, when, when it comes to these things, you know, everyone is very, very careful when it comes to, let's say, choosing a school um, or a yeshiva or a rebbe or a tutor, certain types of things for their children, but a lot of times people might tend to use either, uh, you know, shows or YouTube as electronic babysitters or not be careful about novels, uh, perhaps being careful maybe if there's inappropriate language or if there's really, like, inappropriate type of uh, behavior of an arayistic nature, but the, but the truth is, is that, um, who are the writers of these shows? What are their values? When we incorporate a foreign value system and foreign culture into our mind, so especially when we're young, that that structures a certain value system and a certain way of looking at things that might not be in line with Torah values.
Next, uh, next, uh, one second, my page turned. Uh, next piece. Ches, ma'od, ma'od, tzrichen li'zar, lefanos esamoach, mechachmas chitainios, mechachavazaros. So now, <coughs> he continues on, a person has to take the utmost clear to clear his mind from this secular type of wisdom. Mechametz, shelo, yachmetz es chachmasai, bechachmas chitainios, bechachmas So we use chametz uh, as like a, a souring, a fermenting of the matzah. So we use this lesson of chametz, the Torah goes through it also, that a person shouldn't be machmetz, Sour, uh, his chachma uh, in, in line with distorted, we'll call it secular types of ideas and, and values, came a because they will stuff him up, and they'll create a tumma, they'll take him away from the source of life. And he won't be able to properly have kavanah's tefillah, and he won't be able to properly have satisfaction. Now, Aside from in a spiritual sense, it makes sense in a in a regular sense also. If a person is has a appropriate values and appropriate wants, so then his true satisfaction and his true engagement will be in line with that. If a person has a foreign value system and he has taivas that are not in line with Rosh Hashem, he won't be able to achieve true simcha. He can do the lip service lip service, but he won't really achieve true satisfaction and truly engaged filo when what he wants is not in line with Ratzon Hashem. Gam tzarech lishmar atzma ma'od, shlo yelo yirach that he shouldn't have external, extraneous fears. Shlo yira mishum davar rak me'ashem izbarach levad, ki ayide yiras chitzainias yefshu l'chadim tulesu m'nea asimcha. So a person should not be afraid of anything else. Now, I think that uh, at least in one way of understanding, just like a very grounded way of understanding, there are fears. Does that mean that a person shouldn't, I don't know, be afraid of, of what, if a car coming down the street or not put an alarm on his house? I don't think that that's what it means. But... Um, but there are certain, you know, immediate things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put into the Bria that affect our emotions. But um, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if Hashem is the ultimate source of everything, so then, then when we, it could be, it could be that we will have a, uh, you know, a certain, uh, a certain uh, trepidation of something that happens in an immediate sense. But the real fear that we have to have, the source of where everything comes from, that's really where all of our energy and attention um, is, is directed in terms of uh, what's going to happen and what could happen and what might be a punishment for something or if something happens to us if a if there's a drought right is our you know in uh, a certain sense do we look to say well what kind of an avodah can we uh what, what type of an immediate fix can we do in order to create some sort of rain or do we say no hashem made the drought obviously he wants us to put our mindset in terms of tshuva uh and that's you know people have their own ideas in terms of segulas and things like that but th- th- this is our our mindset are we looking at an external Cause, or are we looking at a, or are we looking at a, uh, at the cause being Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Vigner Miller actually says that Yira is uh, is lashon of Ra'a, person who knows the truth. So then they will have Yira Hashem. They will have an they will have an of Hashem. They will be affecting the truth and they'll, their value system be right. But if a person has Yira Chitzaniya, so then it's wonderful that he davens and gets that so to speak Chas V'Shalom to say like you know out of the way he did what he had to do over there. But now he has to address the other causes because he's afraid of them. Lishmar Mocho Shelo Yachmet Shelo Raimu So a person really. Has to guide his mind and his brain. That's the the source of what we are, right? I mean, that that's in, in a certain sense. That's we are a nefesh sichlis. 
our point of view um, is, is what shapes our attitude, it's what shapes our personality. So we have to make sure that that doesn't become fermented, sour, distorted, and we shouldn't engage ourselves in herhur, negative thoughts and taivas, shem bechinas chamed, shem sitrid maisa, that this is a fakadish baruch hu, is alohim chayim, akadish baruch hu is the source of life. So then anything else, you could say, well, akadish baruch hu uh, created and put into a system where there's going to be taivan ra, something that we, we can have bechira and we can fight against, but if it's not, but that's not at the source. If everything is goodness, so then uh, anything that's that's negative, that's a distortion of that, is not rooted in the ultimate infinite source, and therefore uh, it's just temporary. Anything that's temporary is essentially dying a slow death. It's not. Uh, it's like a leaf that falls off of a tree. It might be very green and it might be very fresh looking, but it's just dying a slow death. It's just a question of when it will wither away, as opposed to a leaf that might be a little browner. But if it's still attached, it's still it's still alive. And therefore, a person, uh, a person should really guard himself. Uh, we could say, I guess, against these negative thoughts, citra these citra achra things that come from the other side, so to speak, and chase them out of his mind. It's very difficult to chase something out of your mind. The easiest way to do this is to replace it uh, with something else. I believe that the Balatanya uh, talks about this. If a person is walking and his mind is a vacuum, then negative things can come into his mind. What should a person do? Think about the flow sabari. Think about the positive way. Right? If a person is thinking about a math example and they're confused, the easiest way to not be confused of whether 2 plus 2 is 5 or 4 or 6 is to see the truth. Once you see what the truth is, then there's no room for something that doesn't make any sense. But if you know the proper direction someplace, then you're not going to start thinking other ways to go necessarily if, you wouldn't, if you're really confident in the truth uh, and in the most efficient way to do it. Shalai's carvoy love, so therefore you shouldn't let any of these other types of outside influences come close to you. You shouldn't let any of these external things in. Ava and Yira go together. They have to come together. It can't just be Yira. Um, Year is an oa, avenir in general go together. The more that you have an appreciation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we can have an infinite amount of appreciation. The more that you have an appreciation, the more you're an oa. The more you're an oa, the more that you want to get closer. The more that you get closer, the more you're an oa. This relationship is made of avenir of azdaika, yucha, lezakech, mocho. And that's where a person is able to straighten out his mayach, his mind, and that way he is a straight in line to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He wants to engage avoda. And he will dab and be chalakocho, it's only once a person is fully committed that he can really dive in Bechol Kaichai, right? Because if a person can do 10, 20, 99%, but until a person goes all in, you're not going to have where the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Um, and therefore, when a person go fully in uh, daven with all of his Kayach, that's where it can go back and uh, affect his heart and, and uh, take out the crookedness so that he can do mitzvahs besimcha, which is what we're trying to get to. Go, uh, folding it back into the beginning of the Taira, the next ice. So therefore, besides for these negative attitudes, if 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 uh, you know there's two partners and you know you're uh, close with one of them, but there's some other factor that you're afraid of, so you're not you, you can't be fully bought in and fully committed to one direction when there's a fear uh, of something else that might uh, that might have an impact, right? That's gonna they're gonna be an inhibitor factor. Only until a person says, 
Every single thing that happens is within the context of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. A Kaddish Baruch Hu is Hamakaim, right? A person, uh, if they're scared of the authorities, right, they might be on camera. Then they're always going to have you know one one eye open. But over here, if we say that everything that you do, you're not going to be able to uh, do something dishonest and achieve what you want. Maybe in the short term you think you can, but everything Hakadosh Baruch Hu is watching. And if if a gneva, if let's say something that's not honest is outside of Ratzon Hashem, then you are not going to be able to cheat the system and get something that you want. Uh, you have to understand that no matter what we do, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the cause, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu uh, is the one who is watching and therefore the only one that we are accountable to and the only thing that really makes a difference is is uh, the and therefore once we're fully committed that we're always conscious of Hashem and nothing else and even if there's something else that we are conscious of but HaKadosh Baruch Hu is behind that also and therefore that's really where our full attention is other than if we say, you know, if there's a, uh, a person who has a stick and the stick is hitting the dog, so you could say, well, I'm scared of this. But if you understand the stick is being waved, even if you acknowledge that that's the immediate cause that, that Hashem wants you to interact with. But over here we're saying is that once a person says that it's all Hashem, so that's where he can fully engage tefillah. Uh, and his tefillah can be thunder and there his full consciousness it won't just be lip service him saying things that's where he'll be saying these words of tefillah getting towards uh, Hashem uh, and he will his full consciousness will be able to be impacted uh, by, by, uh, by his tefillah and then it'll come back around it'll straighten out again the crookedness of the heart. I'm kind of foreshadowing a little bit. So some of it sounds a little repetitive, but he's really building subtly on these concepts as we go. Uh, and he'll be able to have simcha mitzvah And therefore he'll be able to have the uh, tefillah. Again, it's mapped out. So as, as I read it, I kind of read some of this back into it, but it really flows. And that way he'll know how to engage tefillah because he'll be uh, in line with, uh, with Ratzon Hashem and he'll understand the state of uh, Hashem simcha, so to speak, with what with with uh, with with the world and with us, and therefore he'll understand why the world is running the way it is. And since, by the way, every mitzvah—I don't know if he's going to say this here—I um, don't remember. But since every single the, the the world has a certain structure, the world is a kaimashlema, and Adam is a kaimashlema. The world parallels itself, and re- there's a certain structure to the world. So every mitzvah parallels. A certain limb and, uh, and and a certain chalik of the bria. So when if he engages in a mitzvah, this is where we're kind of going with it. If he engages in a mitzvah and he tries to do the simcha and he doesn't feel it, so he'll know that the, there's some pagam, there's something lacking. There's some in, in where Hashem is getting nachas in that uh, in that area because uh, because we are deserving of a certain gzera. And then he'll understand that 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 there's going to be a gzera on the world in the way that parallels the lacking of the simcha and the and the nachas that Hashem has with the world as we're Regards a particular mitzvah, and that's how he'll know how to daven. And therefore, it has to be a a, a complete relationship again with avan yira. Really, 
<coughs> the main way to overcome enemies, the, the main way to get close to Hashem, the year is where we realize our relationship with Hashem, but the Ava is where we actually uh, are, are Davak and we have that connection. So again, the Yira, you want to get close to somebody who you're tremendously in awe of. Before you can have a Dvekas, it's like uh, saying, oh, I'm very close. I am very close to that person. I, uh, you know, let's say a five-year-old says, I'm very close with Rav Chaim Kanievsky. I sat on his lap. Well, is that a close relationship with somebody? Through his eyes, the more that you understand the depth of who you're dealing with and the nature of a relationship is the more that you can engage that relationship. The more primitive your understanding, the more primitive the relationship. Yira is necessary in order to engage Ava. Next next piece. Yiralef, Misha writes a lochus of Tsarachlis Gaber, Shlo Yishma. Now, this is actually a very big point. I think we pointed out in the Shi'urim um, that when this Torah was taught, one of the issues that was going on with Rav Nassim, Rav, Nach- Rav Nachman's primary Talmud who recorded uh, the, the, the Likute Maran was that he was uh, noticing that there was seemingly a lot of conflict between a lot of great men, and this was throwing him off, and it's something that we, I think, are all sensitive to. Uh, I'll just speak out that... Um, that Rabbi Nachman explains that great men stand for um, you know, great ideals and they want to get close to Hashem and a lot of times there might be this perceived conflict but that's not really personal that's if I, I think that there's a certain truth and you are standing for something that's not the truth as I understand it and vice versa so then that's not really a, a fight per se um, even though we might have a disagreement when a person sees that tzaddikim are fighting what they're really doing is that they're judging the tzaddikim through their own perspective. So what they say is since this is how I see the world, it must be that their fight is really personal and petty and whatever else it's about. And a person should understand that if he perceives that tzaddikim are fighting, what he should therefore understand is that there's something that's wrong with his perspective. Um, and obviously we're talking about real tzaddikim. We're not, we're not talking about, uh, you know, well, maybe they're not really tzaddikim. But if a person sees that there are great men fighting, so he should say, well, if that's my perception of it, I have to reevaluate what type of a lens am I looking at the world with. It's something there a person should turn inwards. So he says over here that a person, a person who wants to take pity on his own life, so to speak, so he must not pay attention. He, he, shouldn't, he, he shouldn't understand the world as there being a conflict and, and personal conflict and petty conflict between tzaddikim who are on a level where they are shleiming, where they reach perfection that's not what they you know that's not what the nature of that discussion so to speak is about even if it appears to be heated the other i think rabbi nachman stated himself that somebody who was against uh, or seemingly against him he said that that that's because he misunderstands i believe i read this in one of the notes he misunderstands you know something that i'm representing and the truth is is that if i would be in his position i, I would also be against that idea but it's it's absolutely not uh, not personal a person has to uh be on a tremendous level in order to be able to, uh, to, to, to see the world through that degree of purity and not take it personally. When he does hear about fights between tzaddikim, he should take for himself musr. It's a chance to turn inward. He has to see, where, where am I holding? Obviously, there's something that's wrong in his perspective, his brain, so to speak, the way that he looks at the world. He's now judging great men through his eyes. 
because really our idea is to try to purify ourselves to, uh, to, to, to attach ourselves to something greater than us, not to try to bring things that are greater than us down into our perspective. If it wasn't that there was some sort of a blemish in his brain, so to speak, I don't know if this means that he wouldn't he, that a person wouldn't hear that the tzaddik more fighting, or you know, if you hear two people having an intellectual discussion, you know, they seem to be fighting, and then all of a sudden the bell, the class bell rings, and they walk arm in arm into uh, into the dining room. Then that means that they weren't really fighting; they were having a discussion. And you wouldn't, if you understood this, you wouldn't perceive it as a fight. So I guess the fact that you hear that you're sensitive to the idea that they're fighting that means that that's how you perceive it. Not that you're not aware that there's a discussion going on, but he says the fact that you hear that tzaddikim are fighting—that's that—that's an opportunity and a chance and a direction, uh, a directive really that that you're supposed to be turning inward. Right, you wouldn't have heard the fights between tzaddikim, and it wouldn't have uh, gone into your heart uh, that there's any sort of a question, an accusatory question on them. And the reason that there was a fight was, so to speak, again, as far as I'm concerned, if I'm sensitive to a fight, that's because Hashem is sending me a message. If I'm exposed to something, that that should give me, as far as, it doesn't make a difference vis-a-vis the world. If I'm exposed to something, the question is, what is my avoda here? So if I'm exposed to this fight, Fight, the question is: Is what's my avoda? What's my response? That's that's all I need to be caring about. That I should understand through this exposure and this what I'm sensitive to my perception where I'm holding. This is trying to take me out of my growth, my life. Um, which is which is uh, the true life is associated with the tzaddik. I mean, a tzaddik is the embodiment of Torah, and therefore my attachment to a tzaddik can give me access to appreciating what a true human being can be. Uh, it, it can be giving me access to somebody who has been able to shed all of these uh, personal, petty types of things, and it, I can help. But my my attachment to the tzaddik will help my tefillah and might help me engage my growth. We discussed one of the other Torah saying vidu with a tzaddik. Help me my direction, both in a personal way, both and in a communal way, so that if I perceive these tzaddikim as you know being petty, uh, petty uh, characters, so to speak, then it's going to drive me away from this attachment, and I'm going to lose out on all that. I'm not going to be able to attain true chayim in my own right. Because because of the fact that this uh, blemished the drops, so to speak, of my. Of my own mind, Nemer Kolba Echa Lo Yeshuvun. It says that all who enter will not return Vlo Yasigu Orchos Chayim, and they will not attain the paths of life. Okay, so whoever gets involved is not going to uh, is not going to be able to achieve uh, true life. Umishu Ksil Veino, whoever enters into these uh, these issues. Umishu Ksil Veino, Maven as those beemes Nisrachik, whoever is a fool and does not understand this, Nisrachik will become distanced. Aidezev Ovedes Olamo. He will totally lose out on his world. Interestingly, we said that the whole world is created for Maya Voda. Everything that I'm exposed to is, is there to be specific. There's no extra pieces in the world that's there to be utilized for my growth and my attachment to Hashem. I'm, gonna, I'm the one who's going to lose out on all of that. Avomisha writes a lachos. The more that, that I become the center, that, that, that I become the, the, the scope of my perspective, my world, the less that I can attach to something greater than myself. Avomisha writes a lachos al atzmai.
The MS, a person who really has pity on Canal, his response should be is, what's my avoda here? Why is it that I am engaged to this seemingly negative stuff? Why do I perceive it as negative? What, what is my point of view? Where am I holding? And that's in life. Whenever there's some sort of thing, maybe a tragedy, whatever it is, people feel this need to, to label what others are doing wrong or why it happened. The only question is, is what, what is, what, what is my avoda here? Maven, Shizehu, the only, as far as I'm concerned, the Nisayan is for me. Don't hear, don't look, don't focus. That's not really what's going on. As I, and you're going to shape your mind in a distorted way. If all these things are essentially going to, you're going to hear questionable things about great people. And uh, if they're not great, they're not great. But if you're going to hear questionable things, criticisms of great people, and that's going to prevent you from being able to look up to them and get close to them, so then you're the one who's going to lose out, and that's why the Yitzhar is making you see these things. That is why... As far as you're concerned, there's this seeming conflict between Sadiqim, Bishfil Nisayun Zesh and Israchik and Israchik in order to distance those. The Yitzhahara is trying to make it that people are not going to want to get close to great men. Because he is, it's appropriate to be distanced because it's a little circular because of these, this negative Pagam in his mind. So he doesn't deserve, it's appropriate for him to be distanced. The reason that, the reason that, that he's distanced though is because of this blemish and that's why he perceives the conflict. That's what's keeping him away. If he wants to be able to turn inward and see, therefore, why it is that he's being distanced from uh, from from these sadikim and realize uh, the the issues that he's having, then that should be specifically where he abandons this point of view, understands that he has to not try to plug again things greater than himself into his perspective and then shade them and be critical of them, but rather a step outside of himself and uh, and try to to be mavatal himself to uh, to tzaddikim and ultimately to a kaddish baruch ki machma shepagam kol kach it's only because he has this this distorted perspective this chametz right had he not had this then he would have been able to just go in a straightforward way but now that he's built up uh, he's built up this this um these negative midos and this negative way of looking at things, therefore, this becomes what he has to overcome. He's going to see, uh, see, uh, see the tzaddikim through his own pettiness. Really, ultimately, Hashem wants him to get close. Even if he's not right, or the karvam to bring him close. So, therefore, <coughs> since Hashem wants to bring us close, so where a person puts himself in a situation where the only he, he's created barriers. So therefore, Hashem will want them to get close, but uh, the way that he's going to have to get close will be to overcome uh, these these barriers. So foreign thoughts and these these negative uh, these negative uh, So he said that these negative thoughts and desires and so forth. Um, I'm not sure exactly the difference between machshavos and hirhurim. Maybe one is farther, one is more immediate, one is farther reaching. But in any event, or one is about a specific situation, and one is more about like ambitions. But in any event, these are again, like we said, sitra demaisa bechinas chametz, something that's it's puffed up for now. But matzah doesn't go stale; bread goes stale, right? It might be we discussed in the eighth time ruach saara. It might be stronger and bigger now, but it ultimately is just dying a slow death, so to speak. 
When these negative thoughts run after him to go into his mindset, and a person uh, repels them, rebukes them, stays away from them, and he contends with them, and he doesn't allow them to enter into his brain, into his thought process, he will be saved, and he will be able to have matzah is flour and water, it's pure, it's true, there's nothing there's nothing else that's dazzly about it. It won't puff up, but also won't go stale. And he will be in line with the truth. And is understood that the mitzvah of destroying chametz and eating matzah on Pesach um, are in line with all of these things, things that we can tap into as we that we just discussed. Last few lines. The conflict in whatever form it takes, though, between tzaddikim who have attained perfection actually is that reason. It's ultimately to draw, to, to, to push away the sitra achra so that it won't come close to, uh, to, to the, the mishkan of kedusha. Um, so I guess this could be taken in, in a couple of ways. Either it's to draw, or to, to push away the negative elements or that the, the, the ultimate, uh, the, the underlying reason for any actual conflict between them is to push away um, certain, certain things that they perceive as uh, as being not in line with Avodah Hashem, but in any event, he just does come back around to say that the reason that there is any conflict between uh, between Sadiqim is is further to sift out the impurity and keep it away from the Mishkan of Hashem, um, so that ultimately we can be mavarer uh, and clarify and purify the state of affairs, the Sadiqim, the people that are close to Sadiqim, um, that will ultimately um, be able to, uh, to to push forward to get close to Hashem to daven with Kayach uh, and and uh, be able to do mitzvahs besimcha so that again back around to the beginning we can we can achieve and be sensitive to this closeness with Hashem and uh, not only daven but know how to daven understand the way that the things are playing out in the world and understand the nature of the tefillah that's needed in order to bring about a tikkun.